Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends. You found me, Big T, sitting plump and happy with my sitting <laughs> in a, hat. a room so small that the South Park boys would say that a Japanese businessman would call it a fifth move. A giggling schoolgirl is a woman with an intellect as good as a small schoolgirl. Wetty, wet, wet, wet. And turning our lemon lyrics into a delicious lemon tart is the best producers beer can buy. <laughs> Mr. Merchandise. <laughs> and Uncle Tim can go fuck himself again. Back like that disgusting athlete's foot that you try and medicate over and over again, but somehow when you take your sock off, the mucus is there again. It's Miguel Sanchez. Wow. wow. How's it going? Yes, no, it's good, man. Just wash your socks more often. Yeah. And uh, speaking of itches, like the constant itch in the gooch that you can't ever scratch because your jeans have that stupid overlay bit where you're trying to scratch it but it's too hard, it's the doctor. I find cornflour works for that sort of itch. <laughs> <laughs> when we used to work in kitchens, they used to say, they'd call it chef's ass. And That's chef's right. Balls. And it's one a recognised... Yeah. Ailment, I think. And one guy used to tell the noobs, you're supposed to rub salt into it. You get, <laughs> you get salt and soap and, and a bit of honey. About it. That is putrid. <laughs> yeah, not an Oscar. Uh, before we continue, though, I'd like our employers to know that our views are our own and the country music bakery that we all work for, don't bake my heart, my achy, bakey heart, <laughs> can go fuck themselves. Uh, now, uh, we have a delicious beer this evening. And I've got that from Wayward Brewing, which is an excellent pub as well in it's Camperdown, right? Camperdown, yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, it's called Camperdown Border. And so it is a Bavarian lager. It's they good. said to me that it's been, it's cheers. It is a growler, so I've already poured it out. These um, um, glasses are a, quite an addition. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we had to do the, uh, the West Tigers glass collection. Yeah. Like the Coke. Cups you get from Hungry Jack. <laughs> actually, actually, a lot like that. Like a we're not going to have three growlers between us. We might as well have Tiger's Cups. No, yeah. that's true. But while I was there, I know Uncle Tim was there the other night as well. He's trying to get us down there. They've got this cool um, pub crawl vibe going on a Wednesday night. Oh, really? They've got a community. They're trying to build like a more of a beer community and they've got a thing in Annandale at the moment where they're all releasing a beer that's just in Annandale and they've got a pub crawl going on the, I think it's Wednesday? Where right. the four pubs in, in uh, Annandale have got four beers and you you turn up at six. I think it's the, the North Annandale or one of them. With the Annandale too. That's pretty close yeah, to Yeah, and then they, they all, you, you do a pub crawl with them and you get a free taster at every pub. There's yeah. four pubs. Go six, seven, eight, nine. What a fucking great idea. Well, I wish they do shit like that more in Balmain. Yeah. There are so many pubs here. I think we counted once when we were There's kids probably 21. three times as many pubs here than there are That might be why they in don't Annandale. encourage. Actually, I think pub crawls they try and discourage. discourage. I know from my There's time. There's so many in, rounds um, of golfing going on. Hospitality, in yeah. Pub golf is <laughs> pub the enemy. Golf. Speaking That's of right. pub crawls, um, Miguel and I, when we were heading uh, to um, Wayward, drove past the fish markets and, oh, and Miguel and was like, look at these gronks with their Hawaiian shirts. And as we got closer... It was the West Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> and we were coming off the Anzac Bridge and I like came to a stop. People were behind us hugging. I was just like, yeah, fucking Tigers. Woo! <laughs> and the boys gave me a wave and we drove off. I was high as a kite. What were they so doing down at the fish markets? I think they were, they, I don't know, laid on the uh, fish that, sushi what, train. No, what's the thing that you have on? Yum chars. They're probably smashing oh, yum chars. Yeah, that's possible. And heading to the Monday night. Greyhounds. Miguel reckons they're hitting the greys. Oh, now after the casino. It's been done before, yeah. Because there wouldn't be that many people. And they were just in Hawaiian shirts. They weren't dressed up in Mad Monday gear. 
Well, like, does that not constitute Mad Monday? Yeah, that's lame. Yeah, yeah. That's well, pretty lame. Oof. They didn't look too happy to be wearing them, mate. The bulldogs and the the seagulls do a good Mad Monday, but they do them in a house. Now they I'd do. Like you to know. Brett Stewart took it out of house a few times. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, speaking of like crazy pub crawls through Canada, what's what's been doing with you, Miguel? Uh, You've had a week off. Yeah, I've had a week off. I was at the snow last weekend. That was excellent. Un- unforeseen snowfall, which is always a great cause for celebration. Mm. And, Unless it's dandruff and then. Yeah, well, that's not great. Um, and staying at the slopes was a real treat, being able to walk to the chairlift instead of, you know, you usually stay in Jindabyne and drive 40 minutes yeah. or so into the snow. Uh, I have no idea. You're looking at me like I should answer. You used to work at the snow. You'd know. That's right. Yeah. So staying, I'm sure pubes would know that staying at the snow is a real treat, particularly when it's free. That's right. So. Ooh. You've, you was, know the right people. Yeah, it was a very exciting weekend. And this weekend has been very quiet trying to offset the spending of <laughs> previous weekend. So. Uh, Doctor, what's been happening with you? Well, it was a pretty good weekend. It was a nice hot, warm one. Yeah. Yeah. Great outside. Sunday was great summer's outside day. Weather. Yep. So we caught up with a few mates we haven't seen for a while, had a nice, nice dinner on the Saturday night. It was great to see those people. Long-term school friends. Oh. Um, who that? The Yeah, who is that? The Loose's Goose. Oh, right. We ha- I haven't seen him for a long time. Yep. And um, the the Fat Dave. Oh, right. The, Fat Dave? Fat Dave and the missus and the little um, charger came around, so okay. it was nice to see them. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> the charger is an understatement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prop so. forward. Um, I How was your weekend? Did. Big tea. Nothing. Oh, you obviously weren't invited to that long yeah, school really. friends dinner. <laughs> no, Saturday I had we had some other stitch up anyway. But the I got drunk on Friday. Yeah, with uh, the bakery people from Aki Baki Heart, mm. and not as drunk as some of them, which was great. Like one of them, was, <laughs> one of them was grabbing us, going "fucking love you." Baked himself man, a little bit too far in the wrong direction. Really? Yeah, and his old lady turned up and fucking chewed him out. It was great, but um. Yeah, nothing too cool. Father's Talk, Day crap. Talking about the achy breaky heart, I pulled out one of my um, lemon tarts, as you were saying in the intro. I actually mm. made a lemon tart this week. Oof. It was absolutely it was. How do awesome. you live with such exhilaration and awesome. excitement? <laughs> I tell you, if you want a tart and you can't find... Yeah. Um, Go to your house. Is that what you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone now. Yeah. Your old lady, not speaking of tarts, your old lady, because I know she listens, <laughs> um, makes a fucking great halloumi. Who would have thought? Halloumi yes. tart? No, oh, like huh. straight up halloumi, fry that yeah. shit up. We're talking about um, burger pies we could take to halloumi yeah. tart. <laughs> shit. That's groundbreaking. <laughs> All right. The West Tigers have continued their walk along the NRL tightrope. Yeah, we did. We're going to get to Sunday later. Should we, um, that should be edited this week. Ended their tightrope, surely. Yeah, okay. You do that. <laughs> uh, their tightrope keeps going. <laughs> It doesn't matter who you are. We just heard it, the fish markets. Thursday night, the cows played the Bronx up in the tropics and the cows went down 10 to 20. And, geez, the Bronx looked good again. They absolutely dominated. These games are usually um, come down to the last minute, uh, a golden point, one point thing, but the Bronx really just put them away the entire time. And it was done mainly through the Broncos' defence, super strong the entire game. They do do an annoying deliberate play where the, the, the other teams in their red zone, their danger zone the last 20 and they're constantly giving away penalties. I wonder if during the finals 
you see some referees bin people because they're constantly pulling mm. up the penalty. But I mean, you, you don't have to, to say it. that, do you? A bin. Well, I feel like for they're that. in. Pin, uh, sin pinning and penalty tries have been the flavour of the year mm. and I hope that that trickles in a little bit into the uh, final series. But really uh, the attacking flair of Milford on his fifth tackles, he loved to run. Any time anyone ran at him to put some pressure, he took a run, which I think is Benji's influence. His passing game was great. His kicking game was great. And really the Cows D was good but the Cows didn't have the attack, which is really what the problem was. Morgan's kicking game, excellent. But Morgan, without JT that week, really looked like he's the only option. So you put a lot of pressure on him and the cows capitulate and that's eventually what happened. The cows somehow still fallen into the final. They've lost a They've whole bunch. They've come in at eight, haven't they? Yeah, they scraped in at eight only because the Dragons lost. So yeah. <laughs> Stephen Bradbury went And so <laughs> I, I'm seeing them losing straight away and I've still got a feeling that the Bronx might go all the way. Chicken Palmer sent in another chapter to his... Saw him this week. Yeah, well, he he was at the bakery. Yeah, he was yeah. at the bakery. He took over one of his shifts for making baguettes or whatever yeah. his speciality is. <laughs> Not quite at that level. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so his book's got a new chapter. Broncos played well first half, making sure they made minimal mistakes and flowing football. Losing Darius at the break threw them in the second half. Their defence was amazing, but that try in the last 10 seconds shows there are chinks in the armour. Oh, this is what I love actually because you, Brisbane, when you think Brisbane and cows, this is not what he's saying, sorry. When you think Brisbane and cows, they're constantly, they're Brisbane still complaining about the 2015 grand final, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, and anyway, he, he soaks that up with his bread in just a moment. <laughs> with his salt. <laughs> and you can see this going now with the 10 second thing. The defense was amazing, but the final try in the last 10 seconds shows there is a chink in the armor. Holding a team out on the goal line for multiple sets is great. But as we saw in the 2015 grand final, the, <laughs> la- the final 10 seconds of a match is just as important as the 4,790 seconds before it. Someone um, whipped out the calculator. Does, does that. Tell us that. <laughs> that Thanks, was a Palmer. great grand final. Oh, fucking great grand final. And at Simo393, who's also an excellent account um, on Twitter, if you ever want to get around to Broncos, non-gronk. Next. And is half, <laughs> and is half of an excellent podcast of Broncos Weekly. He wrote saying, very happy with the win. Finally get to win in Townsville. Amazing defence. Milford playing great. And Kahu still out leaping people with eight leg injuries. It's been a while, but I can finally don't care about the last minute Kyle felt try in the corner. <laughs> Jeez, Brisbane. You've won enough premierships. You're good. Calm down. Moving on, Friday. Paramata Seals versus the Rabbits at Withdrawal Stadium. And Paramata got up uh, 22-16. And call me crazy, but I didn't see the rabbits in this game at all. When you're a cellar dweller, I think you see score lines very differently. And when we're at university, when I was at university doing artsy bits, they'd often tell you like, hey, when you see blue, like maybe other people don't see blue the same way you do. And that's why they like the blue. And maybe when you eat a sandwich, people taste sandwich different to you and that's why you like it and you don't. And, I mean, that sounds super wanky, but now it makes sense in rugby league because when I see a 10-point lead, you might see that 10-point lead and go, fuck, we're going to win. And I see a 10-point lead and go, <laughs> fuck, we're about to lose. And it's because you've watched the Tigers for <laughs> way too long. <laughs> and the same thing happened with this Rabbits game. Oh, they're coming back. Any other noob would be like, oh, they're just about to win. No, 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 no. You haven't <laughs> yeah. watched these teams this year. They're just about to lose. And so like Newey and everybody else. They've telegraphed team, their loss for the 10-point lead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gave it away. You could tell that that loser team was just about to find a way to lose. And so our weekly reporter, Pat Bacanti, 
We're seen in another column. Considering South's season finished weeks ago and they have an injury list that's taller than me, I'm expecting a repeat of last week as I settled in to watch with half-hearted enthusiasm. But for the first time in my life, I was wrong. <laughs> Parramatta were fighting <laughs> for the top spot uh, in the four and still only managed to get six points on us. South's defence was good. Runs were good. Jennings was good. Completions were surprisingly good. The game left me feeling really excited for next year. And congratulations, Parramatta. You were also pretty good too. Saturday, Rooting Stars versus Shaitans at the Foam Neck Brace. And the Shaitans got up. <laughs> I'm starting to grow to that name. Yeah, it's a great one. And all of these shit names. Because <laughs> uh, you don't need explanation. Well, I've now anymore. heard them for several weeks in a row, so now it's. Have you heard the Mount Smart Stadium one? It's called Irony Stadium because yeah. they're not. Yeah. Does it make sense? Really <laughs> you got that sentence right there. He's heard it. Does really it make sense? It, did, it didn't initially, <laughs> but now I've had a few weeks to digest that pun and now. Reading Stars got up 20 to 16 uh, and Roosters fans should be, I mean, you should normally be embarrassed because you have. They, they should be embarrassed by that normally. result. But the last bunch of weeks you are absolutely hobbling into the um, finals and to me it's the equivalent of someone going up to a porn star uh, trial. There's a bunch of blokes there and you're there batting it off. Everyone's looking at you so not much is happening and then they're just about to tell you to go home and then it comes out and you're like, <laughs> all right. And so the people there looking around going, well, no one else did that, I guess. You can come back next week, Roosters, but really you're shit. <laughs> and you're lucky you got through it all because that should not be a top four team. I'm sure that they had, they must have done scraped wins at the beginning of the year, but who the fuck remembers or cares now? You look shit. You're going to need something big next week. That's and great for us. Tigers. As in I'm loving. No, 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 sorry, not the Tigers. <laughs> hey, We're going to establish that their season is done. Podcast, if you think it's good <laughs> us for us. as people not enjoying oh, yeah, the yeah, races in any, yeah. in any capacity. Looks good, man. <laughs> Feels good, man. Yep. Anyway. For the Tigers, uh, no. They kept the Shitans on 18 competition points. So that was great because we got to leapfrog them later on the Sunday. Um, anyone but Manly, that they also played Panthers. And anyone but Manly came up with 28 to 12. They were incredible the entire time. They were 28 nil about the 70th minute. Defense, massive. The forwards were just pushing on incredibly. The Because of that, they also had times where they, they'd have like first tackle, second tackle, they'd have to power and other big boys knocking, knocking people down. Penrith would try and come out wide and Dylan Walker or a centre would just be flying out of nowhere and blindsided bloke. And so Penrith for the entire time just looked rattled because Manly did that for 80 minutes. And they play each other next week in the finals. So uh, I don't know how what Penrith can possibly do to change that, but they just looked like they had no direction. I know um, Moylan's having some issues with signing with them again. Yeah. In fact, he as the captain was supposed to today go to the NRL like um, final series starting where all the captains stand there around the trophy. He didn't go because he was in a meeting with Gould and the coach um, Griffin to work out what he does next year and blah, 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 blah. I mean. So it was just seven teams there? No, they sent Peter Wallace. Oh. Would you believe uh, The old workhorse. But they've got no direction at the moment and that's going to kill them in the finals. Um, the only stat that the Panthers won were kick metres which is impressive considering they had less ball and less kicks. But if you don't win the stat like most points, you lose. you're an idiot. And yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking point. So I've been led to believe anyway. Uh, KB Eagle 
Here he is. Who is now uh, the cult, cult hero on Twitter. <laughs> the dude's got himself a Twitter account and, and it exploded overnight. He didn't know what to do. He almost quit his job to try and keep up with the notifications. <laughs> <laughs> K-Bay Eagle with an uncontactable, un- will be uncontactable after the match. Comprehensive victory. Absolutely brilliant display today. We're in the finals, you and beauty. He's sounding a lot more upbeat oh, isn't he? this yeah. week than he does basically. Very weeks. depressed a few and weeks he, back. And he wrote F and E. And then when it do this. <laughs> he wrote <laughs> F and E F F I N as well. I love He's it. He's trying to be polite. Yeah, good on yeah, him. Go K Bay. Later what that a day. bloke. Yeah. <laughs> good bloke. Save him for his Twitter followers on G. <laughs> <laughs> on the poor bloke that only tweeted twice, and one was just like, that's not a forward pass. <laughs> It's like tag every fucking in. tweet that's didn't ever existed. Didn't do any hashes. Like no one saw it except for me because I went to go and see what he was doing. And anyway, poor bloke. He's an old bloke. He's, he's trying. <laughs> Storms versus Clap that same day on in Saturday at the Muddy Yarra. Uh, 32 to 6. Storm absolutely put them away. <clears throat> the Storm dominated. Who's the Clap? Canberra because they do that. Oh, okay, yep, sorry. They and took also, on the Denmark. You may now continue. It's also a joke because of sexual... Sexually transmitted. Uh, you'd know about it. What Infections. You that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Storm absolutely dominated. I mean, you look at the six points and you think, oh, wow, Canberra got a try. No, I watching that game, it looked like Melbourne were like, hey, we should maybe do like a practice session of kick returns. So let's let Canberra <laughs> run one in and then we'll do a kickoff and then uh, we'll we'll feel what that set looks like trying to come out from their end. It wouldn't happen much. We got, like once or twice <laughs> I'll tell a game. You what? <laughs> Didn't happen much against Rabbits last week either. How are you, Matty Boom? I hope you're listening, big guy. Uh, anyway, so I realised then as well that if I didn't hate the Melbourne Storm so much, I'd actually really enjoy their fast brand football because their wingers are amazing. Cooper Cronk, as much as it, I mean, he, that guy's never cheated and he's an incredible football player. Billy Slater is a grub and a gronk and so is Cameron Smith, but the rest of the team, anyway. I tweeted if you squint really hard you can kind of pretend that the badge isn't Melbourne Storm. You can almost enjoy the game. <laughs> almost. I'm not sure. Sunday, uh, Newey versus Fish and Chips, and that was at the Greasy Spoon. Newey went down 1826. Jeez. I mean, I know we talk about effort, but the Knights looked the entire time like they really wanted to win this. They had an old boys game where they were celebrating, what would it be, 20 years since their 97 grand final. Ooh. So all of the players were there. They were the guard mm. of honour coming out and the crowd was behind them. They had 20 plus, 20,000 plus people there. Darren Albert, I can still see him leaping after <laughs> was, that try. And uh, you know that um, Andrew came, he was a dummy half of that, came out of that, stepped off his right foot and as he picked up the ball he told Albert stay alive. Yeah. He saw the entire thing. I mean, he I might now be shit and he's, he's talking yeah. shit, but I believe it. Takes the ball, tells him to stay alive, steps, takes the tackle, turns back, assumes he's going to be there because he told him to stay alive. There he was. Unbelievable. Anyway. Can just go back, there in the go end. back to the jerseys that Andrew Johns was wearing. It was about five <laughs> times too big for him. And then you look at that the Broncos today then. where yeah. um, Sam Thiday's painting it on. Mm. And <laughs> <laughs> You worried how anybody missed a tackle back then. You just ripped your <laughs> so arm around fun. it and you're done. But uh, the Sharks were too good and it's really a game came, came down just to staff because the Sharks have better players and so ended up playing better. And I know that sounds really stupid, but it's the difference because Tyrone Amy, for example, who was playing the second row for the Knights, is a full-time mechanic and was just playing that day nice. for the Knights. Just because. So, I mean, if we were playing a game of like let's decompartmentalise a dieseling engine or whatever the fuck cars do. He would win. Well, they they well, would they, smash them. Well, they don't trust their bosses to pay them these days, the Knights. <laughs> so they've got, <laughs> so got to get a proper job. Unfortunately for the Contingency Knights. Contingency plan yeah. just yeah. in case. 
Lisa needs braces. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, Dental plan. Unfortunately for the Knights, they weren't playing Let's Deconstruct oh. an Engine. They were playing football, so they got fucking beat. Newcastle won their third wooden spoon in a row, but at least this time they didn't look too bad doing it. <laughs> <laughs> at Steel City underscore NRL, which is an excellent podcast, Steel City podcast. If you're ever interested about what's happening with the Newey Knights, get around that podcast. They wrote to us and said, as a whole, it summed up the Knights season. Moments of looking like taking the game over, followed up by periods of leaking too many points. Excuse me, thank you, Wayward. The start to both halves was poor, and that's what the game that's where the game was lost. With a huge injury toll, it was a case of kids ripping in on old boys' day, and they showed they have the heart to play NRL. If you consider the high error count going down 26-18 is not such a bad result in the end, especially when you consider Cronulla defeated us. And this is why I love this kind of shit, because when you talk to a podcast, they they do their homework. Especially when you consider Cronulla defeated Newcastle 98-4 to in the two games in 2016. But in 2017, the scoreline came back to 45-36. That's an 85-point swing and it shows a huge improvement. He's absolutely mm. right. This is enough potential, along with the new signings in 2018, to suggest that the Knights improve even further next year. I completely agree with you, Steel City Pod, and I sincerely hope... That's an excellent contribution, yeah. Listen to that podcast. It's great. Dragons versus Doggies at Withdrawal Stadium, and this has got to be the upset of yeah, that is. Did you well, see I mean, McGregor summed it up when, when he, he stood up and threw stood a pen. up and threw the pen <laughs> down? <laughs> that was Dragon Thunder from the sky. Yeah, <laughs> and that's unbelievable. Is, yeah, I mean to lose to the Bulldogs. I fired up at Manly not long ago about pissing on yourself when they lost to the Bulldogs, <laughs> just because we we're all trying to bottom out the Bulldogs. But to lose to the Bulldogs when you are trying to play finals football, you win this one game, you go into the finals. Is fucking ridiculous. That's choke. Choke a hauntus. Fuck, what's the song in that thing? I don't know, no, but it's, it's going to be there. Fucking my new favorite song by now. <laughs> my new favorite halfback, uh, Josh Reynolds, scored straight away. So that was great to see. Unfortunately, though, he also got injured almost straight away. Yeah, and you said a few <laughs> weeks ago me. how great it was that he hadn't been injured, and now uh, I don't think Curse. it's that bad. La, la, la. He'll have a great preseason. To be fair, though, the dogs looked very different. They had excellent long ball game, lots of running. Everything was working for them. But when the Dragons fullback Dufty um, took a screamer and then scored in the 60th minute and took the lead, I thought that's it. Dragons, you know, it was a great – the fact that the dogs were in it for 60 minutes is good, but the Dragons have now got it. They'll get on top. They'll hold this out. They might score one more. And they got over once or twice, but um, the Mormon held them up. Hopawadi uh, held up one one of the Sims or <clears> someone. Yeah. And then um, Hopper again. He had an excellent game. Blinder. I hate saying that about a Heard dog his player. voice of God and his brain parted the defence, pulled off an absolute It's unusual screamer. for a Sunday. Well, I think this is the thing. He's misunderstood. He's supposed to play Sunday. Yeah. He shouldn't play any other day. That's his church. Yeah, that's, his, that's exactly right. He's supposed to be paying homage to whoever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, incredible offload. Um, he scored a bunch, I think, himself. Incredible offload to finally put Aiden Tolman over, which squared him up. Then I, the Dragons obviously didn't believe in themselves because they then lost another try, goal line defence, just looking absolutely shit, and lost 20 to 26. Um, Babes is Babe. Babes, who's a, that loose dude who's always talking about the Raiders. Kaza, who is as loose as a loudspeaker, turned on its side <laughs> and then filled with rosé, <laughs> wrote to me at halftime saying, it's now or never, friend, right? And I went, yes, mate, you're watching it? And she said, yeah. 
Fuck. I'd love your thoughts at the end of the game, I told her. <laughs> next minute, it's the next day. She's written nothing back because the poor lady is obviously still <laughs> stitching herself up. I wrote to her this morning just going, so, nervous drip on your face emoji thing. <laughs> Sweaty emoji. Yeah. Any news? She said, oh, sorry, friend, forgot to write back. Was just so gobsmacked that a team that was leading the table for a good time at the start of the season couldn't even win a game to get into the finals. Ah! She would often do yeah. at the bakery. <laughs> Last game, probably the greatest game of the round. World's greatest NRL team versus New Zealand. And what a beautiful night. What a beautiful game. How I, was that atmosphere? Oh, I went with uh, Murphy Brown. Yeah. He hadn't ever been, not a huge rugby league fan, but, but happy enough. He's a Dragons fan um, just because. He's, he's now was. bandwagoning because his team got fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Find another team that's not in the finals. <laughs> in the weekend of the pre-finals game. He had never been to Leichhardt, so we walked through the, the shallow streets of the uh, nut factory on the way in and then took him in the non-Mary side end. So when we went through those rickety old gates and you get to the top of that hill and everything falls in front of you, he was up there just... Wet dreaming. It's everything you ever want. He's the kind of guy who loves a small country town and all the people in it, and that just has that vibe of just. He kept it's calling the ground it community. nestled in the in the houses. Yeah, you know, that's, you see that's the aerial right. shot. Like he just loved the community feel. We went to. We were talking about Hill or the uh, GA seats. He didn't want to stand the whole time, and I get that. And so we went and sat on the concrete seats behind the the post. And the worst words we heard that whole game were "dickhead." We heard it once. The rest of the time very tame for we were just hearing clown. Oh, that's side on the hill for sure. All you hear is C-bombs. You, you just get durries flicked in your back of your head and C-bombs <laughs> on the front of your head. Like the Last time I was on the hill, I rolled down it. I wasn't even watching the game anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's it's loose up there and it's great. I, I don't change hill. You're the best. But uh, And it's ironic that Wayne Pierce was a teetotaler and then that's where the, the drunkest gronks stand on his hill. But anyway, that was great. And there was one dude up there who had the horn and he was... Tigers, but then once we all started doing the tigers, he would just focus on the horn, and and Got Murphy was loving this the little intricacies because he was always wondering when you're in a stadium, who who starts these? That guy does. <laughs> this guy. He was in a tigers onesie. He was loving the game. Worst he got was clown. He was great. Anyway, back to the game or over to the game. We looked great, really. I mean, they let in some tries, but we looked great. And the chip and chase that Brooks put on for Kevin Naguama. Woof! That happened in three or four. Was the first I think attacking set we had, and that kind of shit Brooks was doing with Tedesco in 2015 at the beginning. I remember we had I think the first game against the Titans. They were pulling off shit like that, and that's what that's how Brooks got brought up from under 20s was because of that crazy shit that he would do where he'd see something goes on, he'd make it happen and it would work. The fact that he was only ever doing with Moses and. Tedesco obviously had me worried. He hasn't done it for a while, but it also made me worried when Moses is now Paramatasala and and Teddy's going to the Rooting Stars. So the fact that he'd do it with Kevin, who's going to stay with us next year, made me super excited. Then there was the 100-metre return try. Oh. That was outstanding oh, to watch. That gave me such a boner. I started to Google <laughs> the raw store to make sure that they sold pants in case I fucking breached through the roof. <laughs> breached. Can I just <laughs> say, just I, I live within earshot of Leichhardt Oval. Yep. And if the wind's right, you can hear the the crowd and you can hear the ground announcer. Yep. And I was very I wasn't looking at the um, scoreline, score line, but I could hear that the Tigers were scoring more tries than yeah. the New Zealand Warriors. It was so great. And for the, and the fact that Lolo finished that off, considering it, the Warriors are the team that dumped him in reserve grade and said that yeah, you, know, you can't play anymore, and we took him from there, and then he did that. That's got to feel good. You saw the look on his face when he scored it in the replay. Look, Nothing I'm not going to lie to that. 
from uh, the 70th, sorry, from the 50th to the 70th minute when we were only up by 10, I was starting to think about the, the blue same, colours uh, and the green colours <laughs> and, and, uh, and the crowd around me were all pretty relaxed and Murphy Brown was just like, come on, man, you're up by 10. Like, you're all good. And I was just like, oh, fuck. He's dude. that guy you talk you about. You don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I was just like, oh, just, we need to score at least one more time in this half. Haven't seen the Tigers at Leichhardt. Yeah, and then, <laughs> I mean, we often win. The, anyway, 10 wasn't enough for me with 10 minutes to go. And so when Noffa went over in the corner, I finally just, oh, the butt cheeks relaxed. <laughs> I could finally taste the beer that I wasn't drinking for medical reasons. I was yeah. drinking it, you know, now for enjoyment. That was great. They put another one on us, but by then it didn't matter because we are definitely going to win. I had a whole bunch of uh, people tweet the pod about it because um, that's what they it's do. our last game and let, let's fire up. So Real SJ O'Brien on Twitter, his name's Stephen or Stephen. Back end of the season was great. Clearly see the improvement 2018 looking promising. Rob Benchard at Benchard Rob. Thought Brooks played. <laughs> Excellent Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> Thought Brooks played reasonably well. Edward shocked me in a good way. New Zealand minus their halves, but no ET, MCK or McQuillrick for us either. And I call it how it is. I bag them when they're crap and give credit when it's due. Hopefully an off season with Benji gets Luke back to his best. Look, I can't agree with him with the Edwards call. He's a redhead who – he. anyway, good for you. You relayed <laughs> your opinion. At Hey Sam Warden, I spent most of the time chatting with my mate or on my phone. It was a great atmosphere and I felt like it was a year 12 muck-up day. <laughs> and I went on the field and kicked a field goal on the pitch after the game. And that's one thing I also did with Murph. He and I went down to the uh, – after kick to kick – they, they blew a second siren. They had the boys still sitting out on plastic chairs on the field and they did the members, um, they, they let all the fans come into the field and surround them like uh, in front of them on the stands and in the crowd and they did a members, the members voted for their favourite player of the year and they awarded that in front of everyone. It was a Who great was vibe. player of the year? It was ET. Um, yeah, right. And a lot of people want Elijah Taylor to be the captain for next year. So... He's understated. Country. I really like how he quiet he is and how he just gets about his. With Jason his Taylor, business. we did a lot more ball movement where they would get him on second phase play. That Woods would go up, dump off an offload, get it to ET, and then ET would then be the chink in the next to get it out someone wide. I loved that about him. I don't know why Cleary doesn't like it. Maybe Elijah didn't like it because um, he doesn't do many offloads. Often when he takes it up and he gets to tackle, that's the end of him. But anyway, I agree. He's great, particularly his defense. He's unreal, and he has. He's one of the few players that I've had a chance to talk to because I, I once went to a open training session and he was on the bike because he was injured. And he was I was kind of sitting there nervously like, I understand you don't want to talk to them. Like I'll just wait until they're all lined up and ready to have a chat. But he was like, hey, man, how you doing? Like thanks for coming out. You know what you've been up to? Blah, blah, blah. He's such a nice bloke. Yeah. And I was then I was just like full of courage and was happy to talk to everyone just mm. because he'd done such a great job of like ingratiating Getting me into running. the thing. Yeah, good guy. Uh, the Irish Tiger. At the underscore Irish underscore Tiger. <laughs> I thought we played well tonight. That's an excellent Twitter handle. More yeah. excellent than the <laughs> it other It goes guy. well for a um, Tiger supporter <laughs> underscore yeah. too. Particularly oh, oh, fuck off, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we played Fucking well. Fucking <laughs> I thought we played well tonight, particularly in the first half. The future is looking incredible. Ivan might have a few selection headaches. Although we've bought Fanua and Thompson, MWZ is playing very well. Same in the forwards where I liked. Well, Wall he set up that hundred Sirenin. yard. Sorry to interrupt you. That you didn't interrupt me. You interrupted the Irish Tiger. Sorry, Irish Tiger. That hundred yard thing. Who that? MWZ. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was the one that the instigator. Yeah, and he's not much for a tackle break, but he he picked a line and then channeled a bit of Tedesco. Yeah, well, Tedesco was part of it. He's, Tedesco's lost a shitload of speed. He's Am probably bringing his brother it? from the week before when he got stripped by the ball and yeah, he fuck, thought he could so do good. something. Yeah, that was incorrect answer. Yeah, and then finally we got to hear from, of course, at Patty Sill seventeen. Made it hard for ourselves as usual, but showed some good ticker to hold them out and get the win. Future in the hands of future is in good hands under Father Ivan. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I tweeted as well. I said that I think Tigers fans are always claiming that they're rebuilding or that next year will be the season that sees them again. It's like an Arsenal supporter. Yeah. But worse. <laughs> Slightly. Um, Tigers I think more money. next year, really, like I think Ivan's done an incredible job. Yeah. And I think next year actually yeah. feels like there could be yeah. no, something happening. And it might not be finals, but it won't be 16 or whatever we finished on. Look, I would expect anything less than finals to be a failure. I, we were nine last year. We were 14 this year, but we felt really good after Ivan. He's brought in a lot of people that he wants. Uh, Reynolds stays uninjured and Brooks stays uninjured. I can't see why we wouldn't. Because Brooks is really now at a point where he's been here long enough. Where he's now committed. We've committed to him. He looks really good. Let He'll have a forward pack that moves forward. He's going to be excellent next year. Yeah. I'm super jaded. I can't wait. We and also, that guy from prison too. Russell Packer. Oh, yeah. The one punch. <laughs> yeah. I'm not too psyched about that, to be honest, but. Yeah. Well, yeah. he would have been playing up today for Mad Monday with the Dragons. He's probably not out yet. He's <laughs> not allowed to come out on Mad Monday just yet. <laughs> anyway, so the tables ended with Storms on top and, like, clear on top. Daylights were second. Roosters somehow. Broncos, Broncos Eels, Sharks, Seagulls, Panthers, Cowboys. And then out of the eight were the Dragons, Raiders, Bulldogs, Rabbits, Warriors, Tigers, Titans, and then the Knights. Um, difference from 2016, because I know you brought this up with the AFL and I loved it. So from 2016, there's now no Raiders, no Dogs, no Titans. So there's three that's dropped out and three dropped in. But the crazy thing is that the three that have jumped up were all in the bottom four yeah, last year. So, the, so obviously Newey was there, but the – who would it have been? It would have been the e, the Seagulls. The, the Eels. The Eels and the Panthers. Roosters. Yeah. Roosters came like second or third last. Like, oh, that's true. Trent Robinson yeah. was on the line at the end of last year. Yeah, that's and true. And so it was just an it's an excellent demonstration of how like teams can swing, but also that there are dynasties because Melbourne's still there, Broncos are still there. Um, yeah, and I like that mix. That's a good mix. And it's gonna, I like this talk of Melbourne getting towards another grand final because all those stats of them stealing, getting mm. stripped of their grand finals, yeah. Who, how many wins have they actually had? Yeah. It all starts happening. Did you hear, have I already brought this up, but did you hear about Cam Smith? He's breaking all these records now and people are just like, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, should they have asterisks as well because you were doing an under-cheating cap? So mm. you didn't get injured during that time because you had players around you that were Sporting better than anybody it. else and mm. you scored yeah. more points that time because you had a team that was scoring more points than anyone else. Man, anyway, I'm going to leave it alone. We should handicap him. Maddie Boom could work out a handicap system. <laughs> when, you're, when you're not sleeping next to Maddie Boom. Boom's, he fucking got roasted on Twitter about that shit as well. Yeah, because I saw that. A whole bunch of people who didn't listen to the pod who just looked at that one picture and just like, this doesn't even make sense. How would you even do this? What about that? Boom's was like, hey, could we Jets fuck the Turbo? The Bay Eagle, was that? Nah. Yeah, <laughs> I was say it sounds exactly like him. <laughs> anyway, Boomsy did a great job of like, Boomsy did one of the greatest roasts ever where, um, he, the guy was saying, like, you know, why don't you have all, you know, going to suburban grounds is fine, but like 
fuck, you don't make any money. Like, what the fuck? And Boomsy went to that guy's Twitter account, found two tweets where the guy in a row had been at Henson Park talking about how great it is to go to, like, local grounds at Henson Park. And he was like, yeah, obviously you hate local grounds as well. And then, like, put in a photo of his own fucking <laughs> tweets talking about it. And the guy was just like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Boomsy. <laughs> That was fucking great. Nice. Anyway, Nathan Cleary from the Panthers totals the points, uh, highest point scorer, sorry, 216. Youngest bloke ever to do yeah. it, under 20, and um, scored 216 points. Daylight, again, second. Gareth Widdop scored 291 after that. He looked fucking distraught after. He didn't have a great game either, and he has no. a good season, but he's a, he didn't have a good game. He's got to go back to England. <laughs> he's got to go and play for World Cup. Someone else, pedal. not the Red Vs. Top try scorer, Suasu, um, Suasu Vinavalu from the Storm with 23, just pipped Alex Johnson from South with 22. But the crazy thing about the Storms is that both wingers are in the top five. So Josh Adokar scored 19 and the other winger scored 23. No wonder they dominated this year. When mm. We should ugh. have a series called Tigers That Were and we can feature all the highest. Um... Was there another Sirenin playing in that game too? In our game. Yeah, Bailey. Braden. Yeah. Bailey Sirenin. Yeah. And also, thanks for reminding me, um, Marshall's brother also played yeah. King Marshall. Marshall King. Yeah, Marshall King. I thought it was a joke when someone first put it up, like, oh, look, it's Marshall's brother and put a photo of Marshall on that kid. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, actually, they do look the same. Yeah. But then next minute, Marshall was there I saw the photos of Benji. Oh, and what a great transition that, I mean, he's just about to go into finals. Hope he, hope he does well in the finals with them. But the fact that, like, Leichhardt's last game, is a reason for Benji to come back for his brother. I was just like, oh, romance. What a <laughs> feels good narrative. Season, man. The whole thing is looking good. Anyway. I love sport. Yeah, we do. What you got, Doctor? It's a big round in the AFL. Woo! It was massive. Can I just say the Swans have made the final, the grand final. Oh. Already. Oh, that's presumptuous. Not in the AFL, in the any AFL. Which is ah. the step down from the AFL, the Northeast AFL competition, which spans a whole bunch of like um, it's like the feeder teams for the like the reserve grade basically. Mm, yep. But they include the Northern Thunder, which is from Darwin. Sydney University were playing in the semi-finals against um, Brisbane Lions. So the Swans are going to be playing in the lead up to the Swans v Bombers on um, mm. Saturday afternoon. They'll be playing the um, any AFL grand final at the SCG. And do you give them a chance? Well, they're looking good. I haven't been um, no. watching the any AFL, I can, I can clearly say, but um, <laughs> I've watched them a few times before Swans games and it's just it's pretty much because the Swans have got such a good list, they've got a lot of good players mm. in that team. So I think they'll I think they'll win quite easily. I barely watch any AFL. I mean, that's a fucking. <laughs> it's a fucking terrible name. That's. What does that stand for? North Northeast North AFL uh, League, which is um, makes sense. Yeah, there's some pretty good players because there's there's no AFL teams in the Northern Territory, but there bloody well should be. Because of the um, bye week in the AFL this week, the AFL put on a exhibition match, which is like the state <laughs> of origin, but women's AFL. Oh, okay. So they had a the women's all star Victorian team against the the rest of the Australia called the Allies, and I was trying to work out. And oh. I was like, it's every time World I looked War at it, I was, I was thinking it was very Where's the like, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> which, yeah. So I was presuming that the Victoria were the the, the enemies, and yeah, they, the Axis, sure. they got absolutely roasted. Victoria is well and truly oh, on top really? of um, that oh. game in um, terms of where it's like there's been a huge 
cohort of um, women, female players playing it for their entire lives and now they've finally got to play footy. Fuck, that's excellent. Um, Mm. And it was hard slog footy. They were absolutely hammering each other. And one one of the um, Victorian players got a punctured lung from a marking contest. contest. Oh, my God. And it was... Um, How do you puncture You break a rib just, and then do Yeah, that. just pretty much a broken rib, I think, into the lung. <clears throat> and my foray into uh, <laughs> into AFL. AFL, I once went out for an excellent mark, came down with it and also broke a rib. Did you get it off the ground? Uh, I did, but I complained for the next like, <laughs> six months. And look, that was three or four years ago I'm still talking about. And it was tag AFL as well, so <laughs> I still fucking broke Jesus. a rib. Jesus. And, in fact, Rob from the bakery yeah. also broke a finger during that. Like, tag AFL is Soft. fucking brutal. Soft. AFL in general is a Rep brutal sport. Rep footy is a great modified game, a bit like Oz Oh, tag. they do a great job, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. But Rep, um, it's called rec footy. Rec Recreation footy. footy. So yeah. it's like men and it's a um, male mixed, and female mixed, mixed competition, comp. yeah. Um, but because it is lead up to finals, we did have the bye week, but it's this time of the year when everyone starts to put their two cents worth in. Yeah. Mm. Um, and there's been some great articles in various online forums and newspapers about who should be playing in the finals and who shouldn't be, oh, and which players have been in good form, which players aren't in good form. And it's always the coaches of the bottom eight given their two cents worth. And it's great. It's like Steve Johnson is a Amazing AFL. It's an excellent time for people like that to come out of the yeah, woodwork and, and it's just, like, why just don't you throw just put their a, two cents. Why don't you put like a good side on the paddock and you might make <laughs> Get off your fucking keyboard, idiot. <laughs> but it's um, what I've I've got a little vibe going on. There's a whole bunch of coaches that are looking um, their prospects of coaching next year are a bit tenuous. And Mick Malthouse, I was talking about a few was, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I heard. He I couldn't work out Buckley. if this was a guy. Yeah, <clears throat> he is putting his. Um, two cents out there a lot and he's just been named as a ambassador for the finals this final series and I'm trying what to what the hell is that I think yeah, what is an, amb- you know, I know what like, an ambassador like is. Matt Moylan missed the conference today like uh, okay. here's this trophy like they get quality players yeah okay right right did like ex players to do like some conferencing and stuff and Mick Moldhouse has been coming up and a lot and like a lot more recently and I'm thinking that he might be he's trying to get a move getting a little undercurrent going mm. Into either move, Collingwood right? or into another coaching job because I think he's just getting a bit toey about just watching it now. Right. So interesting. Yeah, there's watching that, but the so Stephen Johnson is was an amazing Geelong footballer. Won a f- I think two or three premierships with them. Has come to Greater Western Sydney, hmm. and he's had a few injuries and hasn't been in great form. And this is the guy. They're like, oh no, you wouldn't play him. He's he's past it. He's no good. But when he's absolute, when he's kicking when he's goals, on. he's an he will kick a left footed from the boundary with absolutely no angle on it and make yeah. it through. He's yeah. that sort of genius. Um, but the other thing that happened this week in the AFL was Richmond um, Rut Dog um, <laughs> Martin. His name is Martin Dustin Martin. <laughs> Have Sorry, you, you if you saw Rut Dog, you would mistake him for Dustin Martin. Shut up, really. Like a apart from he's got a mullet. And an excellent right. name has a good for a lookalike as well. If that's the thing that the mullets aren't in, he might fucking throw one on. Yeah. Because he loves thinking what's not in and then he'll yeah, do it. that's right. So Being Dustin, short was really cool for a while. The only difference between um, Wes and Dustin Martin is Wes spends money at a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> but he just received a massive contract extension worth $8 million. Wow. That guy, so he's... Over how many years? I think it was... 
um, six or seven years. So it's over like over a million dollars. Doing pretty well for himself. Just really quietly, listeners, can you remember how small that figure is later when I talk about an a NFL one. Eight million dollars is a lot, Hugo. I agree. NFL in, in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and that guy, he's check him out. He's got some great tats, and there are a lot of because um, he's a New Zealander, which is another which co- is also another similarity with Rudd Dog. Just <sighs> check him out. But because it's this time of year, have you ever seen a girlfriend of his? I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there because he's away <laughs> at the moment with a girlfriend of his. So I'll just uh, in case I don't think the race could get any worse for right dog, but there it is. He said that the the retribution was going to be swift. I haven't felt fucking shit all. It's so. building up for sure. I hope you're enjoying your holiday in Samoa and mm. your missus that you're with. I, like I didn't to. know her name was Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> A Pacific Island. <laughs> Anywho, oh, my God. I'm just going to stop myself there Love because you. that leads me into my wow moment. And it's unfair <laughs> yes, for me okay. to miss um, Sanchez. It's unfair for you to. Now, hold on. Before, Leave it to the editor. Before we move on to McWell's drivel, the. <laughs> it's not drivel, man. I put a lot of effort into it. The, through the magic of radio, you won't know that we paused during um, the AFL bit. And we had to do that because the growler that we got from Waywood was so big that we needed. Like we topped up and topped up again. And not only that, we went to the bathroom and had to do a whole bunch of stuff because that fucking beer. It's a generous growler. It's okay. a good. And it's a great beer. It's a fucking. Have you been to the actual, you obviously went yeah. to the brewery this afternoon to pick yeah. it up. But Didn't you and I go once before? Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I think I went with the bakery people. Was it with you? I've been there plenty of times. But you can take dogs in there and it's an absolute. Do we have got a dog behind the bar? Yeah. I don't think f- we ever intended to stop for a. Oh, like, I, felt, I was vibing like. But. It, was nice when you go and when you go somewhere specifically to buy beer from a place like you want to just have a little cheeky. Yeah, they do half pints there as well, so you can keep driving afterwards. Easy done. <laughs> but um, that, just before we move on to soccer, I was having a piss somewhere recently where it's a mirror, but it's also Elvis Presley's face on the mirror, and so it was really weird because it was placed in such a way that it was kind of like How over you the bring toilet. This story back from being shit. Well, the weird thing is his face is kind of looking at you suggestingly and you can't not try and get your dick in his mouth in the mirror. It's a bizarre... Do you have a smirk on his face? Well, he's, he kind of looks... He's looking at you like... Try and get there. And so when it was there, I was kind of like, the king, how do you like that, big dog? But anyway, and I just... That, uh, that, found and that wasn't at the way. And obviously the, uh, the crowd's loving that joke because she's been to that bathroom. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so that wasn't a mirror. <clears throat> I love sport because I know you like your own info intro. Here we go. Thanks, man. So I missed last week's EPL because I was away. This week is International Break Week, and as Pubes so rightly said, it's a great week to be an Arsenal fan because you both had International Break Weeks in the same week. It's because we're on the same sort of vibe. Yeah. yeah. Apart from losers, it is a great week for Arsenal because they're not playing. You're three rounds into the season. Yeah, and it's a, it's a, <laughs> a it's a wretched three rounds. And I've summed up my feelings in a letter. And much like you, Big T, I'm going to actually read, <laughs> dear diary, this letter. It's it's a dear diary letter. Hmm. So, dear Arsenal. Excuse me, but I'm a bit late to address the issue of last week's game against Liverpool. In the first three games, you've won barely, lost, and been <laughs> humiliated by another top four contender club. After recent seasons, I feel like my favourite copy of The Mighty Ducks has become jammed in my VCR player and is stuck on repeat. It gets a little less thrilling each time I watch it. Let me paint a picture of why this might be our worst season yet. 
Over the last few years, you have bought in some key players, but you're now starting to lose not one, but all of them. You are losing them to other clubs that promise and generally deliver on more fruitful seasons. You are losing them in the dressing room. You are losing their confidence and desire to play. Those who will stay on this season won't be happy about it, and I would guess they are counting down the days until they can drag themselves or be dragged out of the wretched swamp that is Arsenal in its current state. (laughs) That's just paragraph one, fella. (laughs) Fucking Chicken Palmer's here with his own book. Yeah, I've, I've taken a leaf out of Palmer's book and yeah. I've written my own oh, right. magnum opus. On the subject of players and contracts, you have let yourself get into the final 12 months of three major contracts. You lost Sammy Nasri and Robin Van Persie years ago to the exact same fucking situation. Should it not stand to reason that it would be wise to learn from your mistakes and not let this happen again? particularly with arguably more influential players. Luckily for you, clubs pull this shit all the time, so it is not as glaringly an Arsenal trait, like spending no money on new players when all of yours leave. (laughs) So I guess you can Homer Simpson your way back into the shrubbery of contractual mismanagement (laughs) along with other shitty clubs. Verbalising a meme. Boom, boom, boom. You have not kept up with the game itself. For the longest time, Arsenal, and in particular... Arsene Wenger has been a pioneer in the game of football. He gave no fucks about anything except doing things his way. For all the managers that grew up in the shadow of Wenger, they have now surpassed him. You might have been the big swinging dick for the longest time, but you now resemble a shriveled prune with seeds of tactical naivety. (laughs) Watching Liverpool last week looked more like an ice hockey game than a football match. Liverpool raced back and forth, the same surgical incision you would find in a slap chop or mandolin on a 24-hour shopping channel mercilessly dissecting a vegetable. For the uninitiated, Arsenal are a vegetable here and a particularly soft one at that. Watching this belting was strangely reminiscent of all too many top four teams where Arsenal were left fucking destroyed by the slap chop. All you have done is tactically to tactically keep up is to take someone else's formation. Great work, senor. (laughs) Have you ever seen a small child ride a bike for the first time? (laughs) The training wheels come off the bike and the child begins to pedal in an attempt to keep balance. It's wobbly and unpredictable and will often end in a crash, but eventually the child learns to ride and learns to tackle different terrain than the bitumen outside their house. Your composure against big teams is similar to that of a wobbly child riding a bike for the first time. However, unfortunately, the child has been blindfolded and has their hands tied to their ankles. Additionally, the child has an inability to learn anything and so continues to wobble around the street for years to come. I forgot to mention as well that it isn't actually a child riding the bike. It's a fucking potato. <laughs> you suck. The relationship between manager and board is completely fucked. Can we fucked. just been a of that visual? I'm a potato tied to a potato on a bike. Someone come up with that That's meme. That's amazing. That's meme territory right there. Jesus Christ. The relationship between manager and board is completely fucked. Arsene Wenger has led Arsenal to their fair share of trophies, but now appears a relic. Unfortunately, he completes his financial responsibilities well and is incredibly frugal with his spending. He's like the guy or girl who gets in on rounds at the pub but always finds some excuse or smoke bombs before it is their turn to buy. For a board who doesn't give a flying fuck about results, this is an excellent system that has everyone (laughs) in a huge circle jerk with euros, pounds and Chinese yen being tossed around the room with impressive vigour and passion. Unfortunately, the fans are the ones that have to eat the soggy sayo biscuit in the middle of the room when Ivan Gazadis and the rest of these boneheads have had their way with it. I'm still reserved about calling Wenger out, but I'm not sure how many more sayo biscuits I can eat. (laughs) Of course, there are many more reasons why Arsenal are headed into some very dark days. However, let me finish this by saying that I will still always be a fan. I admire that they do things their own way and do not follow the formula of other top clubs by spending absolutely hideous amounts of money. 
Unfortunately, in this case, the old adage is true. You have to spend money to make money. Mm. So really, Arsenal, get your Velcro wallet off your wallet chain and stump up for some replacements for what you are about to lose. Stump up! <laughs> Much like the soldiers of the Third Reich jacked up on speed in Siberia in 1941, <laughs> I am intoxicated with blind allegiance to my club. No amount of mismanagement or tactical ineptitude will stop me from reading any article about the arse that will... <laughs> That will evoke even the most fraudulent sense of positivity. <laughs> Fat Ronaldo coming to coach. That sounds excellent. Mm. Hey, where did you read that, Miguel? Oh, I read it on the back of a door at a free show. <laughs> I, like many others, remain positive in the face of what could be our worst season yet. My only hope is that it does not go unabated too long and that Arsenal can get back to where they are supposed to be. Slap chopping the shit out of weaker vegetables. Fuck mm. you, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you put that in an envelope. It's gonna get posted Don't to the board. That. That's gonna be sent. And that's I didn't I didn't give a fuck about last last week's games yeah. after a week of stewing on yeah. what had happened. That was just this is not looking great for us. So we've got to uh, copy and paste that into a Facebook post and then fucking yeah, let that shit go. I put a lot of effort into that, but yeah. that's all of the rage. That's the only thing I'd say is read it slower. I was enjoying parts of it, and then was just already into the next part. The fucking yeah. Well, the I'm, I'm interested in keeping great. the time short, but Oof. yeah. So the week in APL was what it was supposed you to be. You Grogs have done a better job where your team's not playing than your team's actually playing. Yeah. We should have you guys just And also it. Waldo has, you know, obviously mm. pounced on... the fucking on, bakery. Yeah, has pounced on that opportunity to just drop in every time I'm baking something and say, <laughs> oh, how about that result on the weekend? Oh, fuck, they didn't look very good. Yeah, no shit, they didn't look good. That goes well with the, uh, the um, old metaphor oh, of the bakery. God, it's a lot of salt in the rise. baguettes. The problem is as well, I no didn't rise. have the other day when I fucking baked one of my baguettes and then sent it up for you to... Fucking taste as well. Yeah, I know. I was that, not ready for that. That fucking baguette also. That's the, that. that was, yeah. Oof. I mean, the that letter is almost my wow moment of the week. Anyway, what it, Miguel, keep going. What do you got? Uh, I've done a pee doctor this week and I've got two wowments, which I think is allowed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but they're short, so... The first one is the Socceroos' path to the World Cup that has become decidedly more like <laughs> the, the, v- the Viet Cong jungle circa 1960-something. Uh, they obviously lost to the... 69? Nine? Seven? No, I'm making it up. Yeah, Sorry, I, I don't know. <laughs> History is not my strong suit, yeah. much less dates. Uh, they lost to the Blue Samurai, I believe, that is their sort of colloquialism, yeah. um, which now means they're in a weird spot where they have to beat Thailand tomorrow. Um and they have Japan to... Japan have to beat Saudi Arabia. Yeah, or draw with Saudi Arabia. The overarching yeah. wowness of this moment is that uh, the Australian team always seems to drop in and out of these abilities to qualify for certain things, and now they're at a sort of all-time low. I didn't actually watch the game, but the feedback is that it was actually not a great watch. Uh, I mean, Murphy Brown was talking to me about it at the uh, Tigers game because I also didn't watch it because rugby league's on, so fuck all the other sports. But the... He was saying that the one touch, two touch thing was super obvious. Where you watch EPL or even that that's Japanese like playing thing, a game of FIFA. That's like the most basic move. You get you you have one touches, you end up winning. And yeah. we just looked like we needed at least two, sometimes three, to control it and get rid of it. Yeah, and that I mean, I don't I don't give a shit how shit we are. I want to make the World Cup regardless. There is a site but that rates players based on. Touches. No, not touches, but their general performance and not one player for Australia ranked above a seven out of ten, which it's going to be I interesting think, to in see a game what like that. the World Cup's going to be after all this FIFA corruption business. Yeah. I don't, I'm a bit worried about the whole hype of it. It's going to be a bit of a stale um, 
Yes, style affair. <laughs> They're a nice style sayers where I'm sitting. If Arsene's got any dude, he's got the whole yeah. packet of The uh, second wow moment is... Is um, Arsene Vega a German? He's French. French. Okay, great. That's why he has half the French national team playing for him. Yeah, and, and let me just go back to that fucking letter. Buying players from France doesn't count anymore. Sorry, big guy. The last one you signed that was reasonable was Henri, and that was yeah. a long time ago. The other wow moment is Mayweather, who is looking to come to Australia. I think Jeff Horn has... Surely they won't give him a visa. Well, they won't. They won't give him a visa. This is his wow moment. This is my other wow moment. It's an, and I, Sorry, I, because he's a fucking wife-beating domestic violence fuck. Yeah, because of his criminal criminal history and just in line with anyone else trying to visit the country that has the same history, they won't grant him entry. I'm never looking for an excuse to back the Liberal government or Peter Dutton, but he has laid the smack down <laughs> on that guy. No one's going to claim that you're ever supporting Peter Dutton on this podcast. No, but um. So, yeah, Mayweather getting denied. Yeah, fucking You know, right. fucking keep him out. I don't need that kind of shit. Yeah. And neither do uh, anyone who doesn't want to get violently punched in the face. Yeah. Peter, where are you at? My wow moments are... 17, this, list them. This is the greatest time of the year for wow moments in AFL because you can have your best try of the round in the NRL season. Can you st- score tries in AFL? But, no, that's where AFL differs. You can have the mark of the year. That is a cracking... Watch Can't. if you watch the top ten yeah. marks of the year. Oh, would be. Amazing. You have the best goal of the year. That is amazing. That is just it's the um Gatorade skill comp that Matty Boom once at half time. Yeah. Um all over. So do yourself a favor and just have a look at 2017's mark of the year and goal of the year contests. Thank you so much for bringing up Gatorade because just before you keep going, Powerade recently did their thing. Did you see this? Powerade Skills listing. They had two AFL guys, two NRL guys. Yeah. The AFL guys, both NRL guys beat them. And then when you look at the leaderboard for all time, the first five are all NRL guys, AFL guys aren't even in it. And they do it on agility, beep test, sprints, and insert other thing here. Burpees. Just that's, thanks, that's thanks for bringing a, up drinks. That's in a controlled, in controlled environment, yeah. obviously. But when they're not versing the each spur, other. The yeah. spur of the moment in the game scenario. <laughs> Get a, get, have a look at that. And also <coughs> Serena Williams had her um, child this oh. week, which is a wow moment because... Already beating Peter, people She's at probably tennis. about to go... She's probably competing in the US she Open is. right now. No, she's not. Oh, but Wouldn't surprise she, me. She's she just strapped the record to her stomach. And her, boom, boom. her dad who got Venus and Serena up into the, the big league. He's like the puppet master. Yeah. I'm, I think he's already got the granddaughter <gasps> in the... Um, Signed up for the Australian Open. Because grandparents are even fucking crazier than parents. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. <gasps> Chuck hope- a tin of balls and a racket in the crib and just watch everything else <laughs> yeah. unfold in front of you. I hope Serena comes back and, like, continues to kill it because I'm a big fan of her. Like, she's oh, a, big time. Yeah, she's so a dominant I. player, but she's also got some um, sass about her and quality. I'm a big fan of Venus also. Yeah, yeah. And Venus in, has in come the back Australian as well. Open, they played against each other. That yeah. was a classy display yeah. of Venus was the king or the queen, and then um, Serena came back, and now Venus is doing all right now. Yeah. So, and yeah. there's something that I just love about how the tennis community rallies around her because male and female all identify as her as one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Easily. And any time anything happens and someone fucks up, some reporter fucks up, they're all just like, "Boom! You forgot Serena Williams. Fucking retards. She's yeah. unreal." Yeah, I love that that happens. My well moment. Is and and thanks, listeners, for remembering the eight million dollars that that guy got signed. When, <laughs> when you think about American sports, I often think about how plentiful it is. I mean, that's of most of America, unless they've been told that they have to be poor. Money, resources, fans, players, fuck shitloads of all of it. 
And it's crazy to think that there are so few quarterbacks then that are actually quality. They have 32 teams there. You'd think they'd easily scrape together 32 um, quarterbacks. And Andrew John talks about it even in rugby league. We have 16 teams and there aren't 16 excellent halfbacks. Mm. But in the NFL, when you are slightly above average, you are made for life. And the Detroit Lion quarterback Stanford has just made... Stafford. Stafford, thank you. It's two Fs, you're right. Stafford just made twins, so he's made life. Now, if you think that link is bad, which it is, wait till you hear (laughs) this fucking article from the CBS Sports. Detroit Lions quarterbacks Matthew Stafford became an even wealthier man last Monday night when when the team lavished him with the richest contract the NFL has ever done in history. The deal run five years and pays Stafford $135 million. It's the largest NFL contract in terms of total compensation, average annual value, and both first-year compensation and first-two-years compensation. I don't fuck knows that one. According to subsequent reporting from Pro Football Talk. What's Stafford going to do with all that cash? Well, he's going to buy a bunch of diapers for his newborn twins. Ugh, you have way too much time in your hands, America, if these are the kind of reports you're writing. You're writing, yeah. Stafford obviously is, like, that's nuts. He isn't, when you, when you think quarterbacks, so you when you talked think about Elway Stafford. the other day, was it Elway? Elway, yeah. You, and at the moment, you'd obviously think about the the douchebag who's incredible from the Patriots. Tom Brady. And then our guy Aaron from Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. You're not thinking, even the dude who used to love dabbing in 2015. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. These are all guys that you think about. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're nailing it. But when I would say, hey, I mean, the Lions, I think, made the finals last year. They may have. Made I was going to say before. that. I mean, that is an incredible amount of money to pay someone, Anyone, particularly someone from anything. a franchise that hasn't yeah. won shit in the last five years. The franchise will be there for five years. He's not going <laughs> to. Yeah. And he's not it's even going to be the fucking that. Milwaukee Lions anytime soon. <laughs> he's a, but he'll move. He's part of the foundation. I, I like Milwaukee. I'll go, I'll go to Milwaukee. It's a great place. <laughs> the people down Milwaukee. Are real yeah, the, great. the Lions haven't really featured. They, they I think they scraped making, the, the yeah. playoffs last season. They're not even asking him for a fucking Super Bowl. They're just asking him to fucking stay because there are so few top-tier quarterbacks and he is just above average yeah. that you will pay that gobsmacking amount. It is just – it boggles the mind how much cash money they've got. Over. I'm going to one-up that story. Oh, please. Slightly. That's, I mean, that's, that's what I have in the X when um, Peyton Manning retired from the Broncos, Brock Osweiler, the second-string quarterback. They bought in. They signed another quarterback in the offseason and he went to the Texans for what was not as much money as Matt Stafford but in a similar vein, something ridiculous, who did so badly at the Texans that now he is a free agent. Yes, yes. And Jock Johnson loves that because they wouldn't pay Brock Osweiler enough. He went to the Texans. He sucked. (laughs) And now – but they owe him something stupid like $80 million of guaranteed money. That's a player that now – doesn't play. He's a free agent. But and they were the people who were on the NFL's website where you you know when you you could buy the season for a year, game yeah, pass. Yeah. Game and then pass, they would yeah. have an NFL behind the behind, behind the, the team or behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And they had a season where they were following the Texans. I'm sure it was the Texans, maybe it was the Titans. And their two quarterbacks were up. fucking shit. Yeah. And they yeah. were just like, who are we gonna pick? I think it was that fucking guy. Brock Osweiler. Ah, oh, what a shame. Anyway, that's an insane amount of money for Matt Stafford. Insane. Watching from the sideline, watching like an eagle hawk. Yeah, 
<clears throat> Let me keep going. I am watching like an eagle hawk the Australian cricket team because those poor <laughs> just like bastards, everybody else, those poor bastards. Obviously, money is not the biggest problem those guys have. When they asked, begged, borrowed, and pleaded for all the cash monies that they needed, they forgot that they they needed to turn up and fucking <laughs> like perform like we expect them to. Yeah, and I understand they're allowed to drop games like if someone's firing up when they're listening right now. But you're the Australian cricket team, so you're actually supposed to be the fucking benchmark. The ABC News wrote this, Australia slumps to a historic loss to Bangladesh in familiar fashion. Bangladesh has recorded a historic victory in Dhaka, claiming its first ever test win over Australia by 20 runs after lunch on the fourth day. And that's already not good enough, by the way. Bangladesh's victory comes in the first test the two teams have contested since 2006, which, pause, is another stupid thing because I read an article weeks ago about how fucking stupid it is that Australian cricket doesn't go over there and do this shit more mm. often because they have South Africa... Um, England, everybody's getting down there having games against these idiots because it's important to play on the oh, Asian pitches because, yeah. because, and you're just about to read in a sec why, uh, in 2006. And again, highlights Australia's long-standing battle, um, battling issues on Asian pitches because we lost a series 2-1 to India earlier this year and who are the team we're really trying to constantly beat. And they're the New England, really, for us in this last decade. And then this year came to a 3-0 loss against Sri Lanka in 2016. So Bangladesh should win probably the upcoming test, or if they do win the next upcoming test, starting today, Australia's test ranking will slide to a record low of sixth. Shit. Now tell That's me, bad, bubble, quickly name six other teams that play this. South I could name about England, six. Pakistan, Pakistan, England, Pakistan, India. Yeah, but do you want Pakistan to be below us? Anyway, South Africa, England, Pakistan. Windies. West Indies should not be lower than us in yet. Yeah, Windies, um, New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand. You got one more. You to got go. South Africa. Yeah, I mean it's us as the sixth, but name me another one. I mean Bangladesh, I guess. Zim fucking Barbway. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. I mean, yeah. But I mean, when you're playing Shamwell cricket, you play Bangladesh and Zimbabwe. You just say remember- Shamwell cricket. Shamwell cricket. <laughs> 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 when you play that, to get back into the game, you play Zimbabwe or or Bangladesh just to get into it because you know they're going to fucking bowl a bunch of wise and when they don't, you fucking cream one. <laughs> the fact that, that sums up that game these, fairly, fairly accurately, <laughs> I have to say. Or you go to passwords and type in Superman and then every time you, <laughs> every time you hit it, you hit a four or a six. But the what a, what a fucking joke. Yeah, and, and Twitter was fucking blowing up about that, about the pay rise and about how true. they argue for more money and go over there and, and don't even remotely deliver on anything. And really, I mean, I remember there were plenty of test matches back when I was in the teens and 20s where you'd sit around falling asleep all day watching McGrath and Shane Warne just fucking destroy a team <laughs> and then Punter would come out and put you on you got Instagram, you can still watch Warney destroy everything. <laughs> Snags <laughs> and ladies. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what I'm watching like an eagle hook. What have you got? Uh, we'll go to you, dog. My eagle hawk moment is um, watching Gary Ablett's <clears throat> um, stumble through the media he is pretty much checked out of Gold Coast Suns. No, really. All but officially. He was talking, he won the Gold Coast Suns best and fairest for, for the fourth time in a row. But in a media conference afterwards, he was talking about them in the past tense and about how they're going to do well in the future. Oh, and so he's kind of given himself away. Like, it was an absolute, like a mind boggling moment whether. He actually has checked out and he's just forgotten to keep the facade up until finals are over <laughs> or whether he is just so overplaying for them that he has mentally checked out. Um, well, I reckon you'd feel like that though, right? Even the, like, 
If you're an athlete like that, like, yeah. and everyone keeps losing, surely eventually you're just like, I want to go. Yeah. I don't want to keep losing. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't blame him because yeah. it would be you're pretty isolated in the Gold Coast mm. as a like quality AFL footballer. Yeah, but he, even the stupid morning television sports reporters pick up on the whole language sort of things, which usually goes over them like a seven four seven leaving Kingswood Smith. <laughs> Excellent. They just missed the point. Excellent. But even they were joining the dots and I was like, wow, like they are really, he really isn't loving it. So yeah. they're not in the finals obviously. He's got to be on big cash. He's on massive money. Yeah, yeah he but will But like he's pretty much, he's got some good players around them but it would be as a player demoralising to find yourself in that situation. So all business plans at Gold Coast seem to be have a team, buy a marquee player, yep. hope everyone turns up. And to say that instead player, of going, yeah. create a team, buy shitty players that are really good, shitty cheap players that are really good, win a fuckload of games, and people will turn. Because who did GWS buy? They had um, they Israel fucking have Falau. Yeah, they originally, but Gold Coast bought the what's his face, um, Carmichael Hunt. Carmichael Hunt. That was their yeah. marquee, um, and they were two absolute. You got to be asking questions when your marquee hunts uh, your marquee hunt marquee signings from a different code. Um, yeah. But and they the AF, I think the sponsors loved it more than the actual AFL. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sponsorship is where the money would pay, really. Yeah. But I think Gold Coast. We've, we've talked about it last week or the week before. Is just such a hole for sporting Sport. identity. I don't understand. And the goal, like the Commonwealth Games, is going to be there, and there's going to be a massive <laughs> void again after mm. that. They spend a lot of money. If Canberra can make like. it work, Gold Coast should be able to make it work. Maybe they love esports. What's that? Maybe they love esports in in the Gold Coast, oh, yeah. Queensland. They should just take up um, betting on sport rather than actually hosting sport. I'm fairly certain they do bet on sport. <laughs> anyway, that's my. Eagle I haven't hawk. got my eagle hawk yet. Fuck! I'm <laughs> gonna try and cut you out. I forgot that I switched you around. So you can't there. Yeah. Because uh, I know watching from the sidelines. I know watching like an eagle. Radiger. Dear would, would love me to do a Dear Radiger Eagle Hawk based on his interests. So because of all the shit he's copped on oh, this yeah. pod. This is for you now that you've pulled this out of Samoa. This is for Samoa. you that you're in Samoa at a wedding. That. That's great. <laughs> is the Patriots injuries in the preseason for the NFL. So I think it's one week away from the regular season start. Julian Edelman, wide receiver, out with complete ACL tear, which Oof. is... Season they repair easily though, don't they? Complete tears. They need him, don't they? They they. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking oh, the cogs, the cogs are turning. <laughs> he's an, he's one of their first string receivers. Um, that's going to really hurt them. That first string is torn. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like Natalie and Bruglia. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> that's what you think of this. <laughs> So that's on the offensive side, and Cyrus Jones, their cornerback on the defensive side, is out with a suspected complete ACL tear. Uh, and it just... Two for one deal. It, it goes <laughs> to show how awful those injuries can be because that's them losing two of their most excellent players. Yeah. But also the depth, I was reading an article saying how many excellent players they've got to replace uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Um, SLD and Dumb. Yeah, but I think uh, pertinent to the sandwich bet that was made yeah. maybe two weeks ago, yeah. Rudiger is not getting Oh, walk us through that. What is the uh, sandwich bet? It's that he bet that the Patriots would go 19 This time without any kind of prompting. <laughs> yeah, before this game that happened, uh, said that they would win, the Patriots would win all their preseason games. No, it wasn't pre-season, it was season. He season. reckoned they'd go undefeated into the finals. Okay, so 19 games. Yeah. He was going to go 18-0. He's fucking wrong. 
Can Sorry, I just Rattler? say, no, no, I think we should give it give him room on the Twitter sphere to come back, but I reckon it will be a double or nothing deal because I think what for the twenty nineteen season? No, I think um, he has paid. Um, Confidence in the Patriots. It doesn't we, matter how much confidence he's what we, got. What is he doubling I'm down? He's already got the bet. The the double sandwich the on the preseason and the postseason. No, on the eighteen and zero. He's still going for nineteen and zero. Yeah, well, he can't retract his bet no, no, now. So I reckon one of them's put it out there, right, dog? You're going to go the double or nothing. I'm just going to put this in layman's terms. It's not going to happen. And you keep saying nineteen and zero, but they play nineteen rounds, but one of them's a buy. So you so, got eighteen and zero sure. at the end of the year. Could be fucking. Well, I don't want to get stitched up by the he has to play the first game of the finals. Because you and I had a misunderstanding not long ago. I don't want to make sure it's fucking 18 Ended in a dud sandwich. I'll be watching that all season. Yeah, oh, for sure. I'll be watching them closer almost Mm. than the Packers now. Uh, Are we done with your stitch-up? Ketchup. 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 I'm in way over my head. (laughs) Now, Wim's not here to tell us who we tipped. Who did you tip? Doc, I, made you some, I made some bold um, tips out there this week. Cows and Bronx, who did you tip? I think it was the Bronx. Yeah, okay, we all did that, that I think. Um, Parramatta Rabbits, I know you definitely tip Parramatta. So I right. definitely tip Parramatta. Yeah. So we're all even so far. Rooting Stars and Shitans. I think I went for the Titans. I went for I the Roosters. Oh, yes, okay, so you're down one, which I'm might down. mean that you and I are even because I was <laughs> down by another one. I'm still winning. You are winning, I think, by two. Manly and Panthers. I think I went Panthers. I think I went Panthers also. Fuck, yeah, I think I did Manly, mm-hmm. but I'm not 100%. And uh, <laughs> Storm and the Clap, everyone would have done the Storm. Uh, Newey and Fish and Chips. I went Newey. Yeah, I think sure. so. I think, I, went, I think we all went Newey. Yeah. I didn't go Newey. Oh, fuck, I maybe Michael. Did. I, yeah, think I think fucking Bloomsie talked, talked, you talked into me it. into it. Fuck. <laughs> fuck, I hate that guy. You got hustled. Yeah, on I the did, pod. big time. In your church, Drag- dragons and dogs. Dragons, we all went to dragons, so sort of. And the tigers, we all did tigers. Uh, great. So I think we got one up. You and I are now even. You're up by two, Miguel. Excellent. I think that's where we're up to. Uh, tipping for this week. Oh, I didn't put that in. I got the. I know games. Who's playing. It's oh, got yeah. Roosters, Broncos. Broncos. I'm gonna go Broncos also. On that one. It has to be Broncos, right? Yeah. It's got to be. No, They're paying be less. Uh, sorry, more. Oh, oh, the Roosters are the favourites. Yeah, oh, but the Roosters get a second. Ch- whoever on oh, the Roosters when they lose get a second chance. Yeah, no, it's got to be Broncos. The second fixture is Storm and uh, Storm. the Seals. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. I want the Eels. I'm going to back the Eels. I want the wheels. The Eels. I'm the wheels. The wheels. <laughs> the wheels come off the bus. Goddamn. Statistics <laughs> tell me I'm an absolute moron, and so do the. Um, I'll tell you. You don't worry about statistics. You're uh, an absolute moron. I look after statistics more. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> is anyone recording these? But I'll go Storm on that one. Storm, Storm, Para. Yeah, I'm going Para. Yeah. Right. Oh, look, it could happen. If anyone's going to do it, it'll be Para now. Eagles, Panthers, 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 Eagles. Fuck you, serious? Rad. Yeah, sweet. I'm looking for an upset. And Sharks versus the Cows. Sharks. The yeah, sharks. If okay. they win, they've got to go towards the final. Yeah, if they win, they. Win. Yeah, fuck. They they are Joker Hondas. Who the sharks? No, Cowboys. Oh yeah. And the other thing about that though is that they just have. I mean, they've got nothing doing. What's their for and against over the last five weeks? I reckon they've let more points in than they have, and scored. somehow won like some of those. Yeah. I can't pull that stat up as quickly Come as on. you would hope. 
I hereby declare Miami to be Smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. How did they go? How'd yours go? You locked. <laughs> the letter sums it up, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't <laughs> really need wait. to talk about it anymore. Who, who did you? Who I did locked. You lock? I locked. The last lock I made was Arsenal versus Liverpool. No, but I thought you made another one on the. Oh, you did. And Miguel. Sorry. And Boomsy said that they'd score four goals. And you're locked with the win. Yeah, you fucked suck. The letter. No, now I get it. Your letter. Sorry. Mine's been strong since <laughs> the last time we talked. It was the Swans will beat the Bombers, which hasn't happened. So the bom- the Swans will beat the Bombers. But I was watching, uh, I was looking at some statistics of the last few games. We only just scraped in against the Bombers last game. Time, we yeah. scored after the bell, after the siren. So let's hope we make this easy. Uh, and so, but you ended up. Not getting there yet. You, yeah, Sorry, okay, because it's, it's this week. A work in progress. And then mine was Tigers vs Warriors, which came up. And which also means, for those playing at home, I haven't unlocked a lock. All my locks have been... Because so you bet responsibly. Non-existent sport. So what is it this week? Well, let's let's have a look. What's your fucking loose lock of the week? See, uh... Crim well, safe. Well, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> If it's not Crim Safe, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not it's fucking lock. Crim Safe. <laughs> uh, it's the National Fishing Championship. and uh, <laughs> Legitimately? <laughs> oh, damn it. That would be a car. I'm the looking at the next week. No, it's, I'm going to go Panthers versus Eagles. Oh, my God. I'm locking you it. Forgot the whole idea of the lock. Idea. <laughs> it's not what you want to happen. It's what you actually think will definitely yeah, happen. Yeah, well, I, you you know, like going I feel to like they're two us. Leagues club. Yeah, winning. I would like to win the raffle, please. One winning ticket. Not that ticket. I, want. I bought a ticket. Can I, I, I win, please? Blue 29. I wanted that. We'll win. <laughs> You're up, Doctor. Yeah. Same swans beating the bombers. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can't double lock. I'm not double locking. That is, I can't. Who are you make to put the rules on the lock? <sighs> That's just like saying Melbourne win the grand final. You keep saying it every week until it doesn't happen. Then it's not. It's a, a case of it's got to happen before I can make another lock. Yeah. It's like losing yeah, the key to the safe. You can't just go get another safe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lose the keys in the first place, retard. Anyway, mine is ice. I'm locking the Socceroos to beat Thailand. Really? Tomorrow night. Yeah, that's happens. I hope that happens too. You and Miguel on the same page, Bet not understanding what locks are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be Thailand. Fuck off. I wish for a turkey sandwich on rye bread with lettuce and mustard and and. I don't want any zombie turkeys. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself, and I don't want any other weird surprises. You got it. How are we doing with this? Well, you and I had a misunderstanding on a sandwich last week. I was certain that I won one. You, you, like I had said, I reckon the tigers with the cows. You were like, I'm taking that, and I was like, okay, I'll take the cows over the tigers. And you were like, yeah, fuck for sure. And Hugo was like, can I just clarify that he owes you a sandwich? Now, nah, when you listen back to it, I I am ambiguous. But how could I leave here thinking that I said like I'll take the cows, meaning win. I'll take anyway. I understand. Well, listening back to it, I get that it was fucking weird. But he, Michael, definitely thought he's not. I mean, why the fuck would the guy now be over a sandwich? He's like, no, can I? <laughs> he hasn't made a sandwich bet <laughs> a long time. He doesn't want to lose it. Can I just say, as the the first it felt person like it to room, me as well. I felt like Miguel. I don't know anyone a sandwich. Butter up. <laughs> <laughs> if T Bone gets a sandwich, it's going to be, as always, the most frugally put together <laughs> salami sandwich of all time. Well, I can tell you that uh, last week when you decided that snow was better than podcasting, and what an excellent bet that was. Quimsy put on a uh, one with me was 
The rabbits, well, I said the Tigers would score more tries than the rabbits. They did. So tick, that guy's going to, he was talking about Promite or some shit like that because we didn't record yesterday. He can go eat a dick. But uh, <laughs> so he, that guy's going to owe me a sandwich. We've still got the AFL ones brewing. Swans making the f- grand final. Yeah, but we've also got, don't I have one with Waz about GWS? Don't think so. Oh, yeah, did someone on, throw someone at GWS? Not on this pod. Maybe in your personal dealings, wheelings and dealings with him. Anyway, so Waz reckons GWS will definitely beat whoever they're playing. Please tell me it's the Crows. They are playing the Crows, I think. Fuck yeah. That's why I took it. Now I remember. Woo! Yeah. That guy's getting hammered today. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll take turkey sandwich, unripe bread, <laughs> and and have it delivered to the bakery. You guys got any for this week? Not for this week. I will bet you now, pertinent to my letter before. That Arsenal will, and I made some sandwich bets on Arsenal earlier and on in the first, preseason. Yep. I was feeling very positive. Yep. Now that has taken a complete 180 turn. I will bet you that they will finish outside or or on six. You're looking at me, dude. You gotta look at him. You've already bet me that they that the Tigers will be devised by two, whatever you end up on. So if you end up on four, we've got to get higher than eight. Yeah. So I'm not gonna now take a bet with you that you end up in shit <laughs> because So I'll take pubes that they will end up on six or outside the six. The gunners. Oh, it's just you've got too much playing. Fending for off Stoke and Everton. For now, for speaking six. of, I'll try and visualize this gif. You know those gifs where you see like all the numbers and like things happening around that guy's head. That's, <laughs> that's what's happening around the doctor I right definitely now. Because he's also an Arsenal fan, so he's just like, "No, we can't lose that bad." But I don't want to lose a sandwich. Uh, but M- yeah, Michael knows not, shit about everything. In. So not not in. In. all right. And he ha- he's I'm slightly excited. Decline. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, so we'll carry our AFL ones over. Anyway, let's go into this. Write it down. And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, bruh. Thanks, Scotty Prince. So my thank yous this week is to Ma underscore Aaron. The dude got on iTunes. He gave us a five-star review. This is a great podcast to listen to every week. It is recorded in the sm- in a small closet in the rear of the school board at Leichhardt Oval. <laughs> <laughs> but has a production value of a high-priced studio. Very entertaining and always gives me a laugh. Keep up the good work, guys. Oh, oh thanks, Shut up, Mara underscore you yeah. legend. And I also want to thank, because I'll thank as many people as I want, like Hugo likes to do, I'll thank the NRL's greatest team, the West Tigers, because you have once again filled my year with love and sorrow one expects from a timeless Shakespeare play. <laughs> and, yes, <laughs> Daily Fucker Telegraph, I do mean timeless, as we will not fucking fold or be moved, you fucking C-bombs. Sorry, this is a thank yous, not a fuck yous. So. <laughs> it seems to be blending West, blending genres here. West Tigers, you are, win, lose or draw, one of my favourite parts of my life. Your <laughs> Take att- a breath, T-Burn. Your attempts at rugby leaguing are at times uh, inspirational but also comical. <laughs> <laughs> but you are at every time representing me, so they are our attempts at football. And so I thank yous. It's a very heartfelt thank you. Oh, yeah, well, it's the end of the year. I fucking love those. Yeah, guys. you got a new it. hat. The yeah. fact that I'm here. <laughs> and really, the, the pile of fucking West Tigers hats I've got now is embarrassing. And the fact that I almost had a car accident today just pulling out a fucking wave at them. I mean, it's a <laughs> That was a sketchy. I, oh, fuck, yeah. I feel like a seven-year-old. You'll have to wait my park after this. 
Honestly, if we didn't have the podcast on, I was fucking pulling over and messaging <laughs> the, the most beautiful tiger going, hey, you want to have dinner at the dog track? <laughs> you don't? Okay, love you. See you later tonight. <laughs> anyway, what, what have you got? I just want to thank James Tedesco. Because yeah. the sheer delight he brought to the biggest tiger's face yesterday <laughs> on Twitter was just so heartwarming. The scene you saw the photo on Instagram. Oh, I was it Instagram, yeah. was it? Yeah. Um, and then the Woodsy. I saw the Woodsy photo just afterwards. Woodsy is just too cool for school. I'll stay arms distance from that bloke. I'll probably um, run into him in the street, and I don't want him <laughs> harassing me. Or if I can run me over <laughs> the fish nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Those photos just summed off a um, all the sentiments about 2018, 19, 20, 21, mm. 22 years to come with Ivan Cleary mm. stroking the cr- the mane of the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think tigers have mane. And the biggest, but, yeah. the biggest tiger is um, lions, maybe. keen to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. forever. So. I'll thank, uh, I think it's impressive that Teddy and Woods have played the remainder of the season with the Tigers with excellent like commitment to the team. I think that's really impressive. Uh, Ivan gets a thanks because, as I said before, I think there's a real buzz around what the Tigers could do next season. Uh, I'm thanking Alex and Emma Blake for having me at the snow last weekend and I'm thanking Alexander Lacazette for summing up how shit Arsenal season is Mm. by posting a really depressing meme about how shit they are. (laughs) Three weeks. Yeah. Why do we been with them for, what, two months? Yeah. So thank you. He's got a vibe. Fuck, hopefully four months. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dude. And so, <clears throat> welcome to the end of the regular season of the AFL and the NRL on this in, a, in this irregular podcast. But missing us already? Then get involved with us through socials. You can find the doctor on Twitter at at the P Doctor, or yeah, it's and it's the. I think I always forget yeah. that at the P Doctor or Miguel at uh, at Schmick Riviera S C E H. Boat. Be a great yeah. boat. Riviera is a boat brand. Oh, Schmick yeah. Riviera. Oof, yeah. It's a high. It's like you boat. mix a fucking razor with a you know, like chick <laughs> razors with a boat. The boat You've got the world's through greatest, the water. Queen cut. World's greatest combo. And you can find me at the biggest tiger on Twitter. Find the pod on Facey and give us a share and a review via at Sports BFFs. You can also find the pod on Insta and Twitter through at Sports BFFs, where we encourage questions, comments, and of course bants. Please don't forget to describe and review us on iTunes as the Apple robots love that shit. And with that, please tune in next week to find out from the doctor if he's happy with how big Buddy swung his big kick. Miguel telling us about the excitement of watching a team of men dribbling without scoring, which funnily enough is the name of his sex tape. 77 from me. And from me explaining in nauseating detail how the West Tigers can win the 2018 NRL Premiership. Talk to you then, sports best friends.